0: Today's program is brought to you by ETF Guide. Is your investment portfolio helping you or hurting you? Go to PortfolioReportCard.com to find out. And if you get an A, we pay you one hundred dollars.
1: This is Portfolio Talk with Ron DeLegge. Uh, We're going to do a portfolio report card for Geo in Swarthmore, Pennsylvania. He's sixty-six years old. He's married. He's still working. And he's got an $818,000 retirement plan. Does it pass? Does it fail? We're going to dissect Gio's portfolio on today's show. We're going to look at cost. We're going to look at diversification, risk, tax efficiency, and performance. And after we've done all that, I will assign him a final grade of A, B, C, D, or F. Now, remember, A is the best score you can get. It's like pitching a perfect baseball game, and if Gio is able to get an A, I get out my wallet and pay him $100. Now, a B is a pretty darn good score also. On the other hand, C, D, or F means that the portfolios that he is managing, that he's assembled, his investments, need to make some improvements in some of these key areas. Now, one of the other things that we do whenever we have an A Score on this broadcast is I call out or I call in the uh, Portfolio Report Card Marching Band, and this is what they play when we get an A on this show. card marching band may play on today's show if Gio gets an A. So let's break it down for you. He is, uh, as I mentioned, 66 years old. His wife is 57. He asked me to analyze and grade his portfolio. The way he did that is he went to PortfolioReportCard.com and made the f- official and formal request. Now his portfolio is consists of four accounts. There's a traditional IRA, a Roth IRA, a 401k plan, and a taxable brokerage account. Now, the bulk of his money, uh, this $818,000 nest egg, is in his 401k plan, where he's got uh, around $370,000. The taxable brokerage account has $316,371, and then the rest of the money is uh, divided among his traditional IRA, and his Roth IRA. Now, altogether, Gio owns nine ETFs, eight mutual funds, and two individual stocks. He told me that moderate growth is his investing style and that his goal is to have his current portfolio grow to $1.6 million over the next six years, after which he plans to retire. If he doesn't add any new money to his existing portfolio, I estimate that he will need to average. An 11% return to achieve that goal of $1.6 million in six years. Can he get there? Well, he's at 818000 right now. Let's begin with the first scoring or grading category, which is cost. What is the standard? And I pose this question to all of our listeners. What is your standard for a low-cost portfolio? Well, here's what I do. I always compare the cost of an investment portfolio against a blended mix of index ETFs that match up with the person's asset allocation. When we do it that way, we get an apples-to-apples view or look to see what the true cost of that investment portfolio is. This kind of yardstick, by the way, is robust for judging whether a portfolio's cost is excessive or not. I'm pleased to report that GEO's mutual fund and ETF holdings, most of them charge less than 40 basis points annually. Now 40 basis points is 0.40 percent and a few of the ETFs that he owns and the funds he owns like ticker symbol IVV, ticker symbol VB and VTV charge under 10 basis points or 0.10%, which is outstanding. Now, he's doing a good job in minimizing cost. I can see that. Most of his funds that he owns in the taxable brokerage account are ETFs. And we mentioned a couple of ticker symbols. IVV is an iShares ETF that tracks U.S. stocks. Of course, the others, VTV, VB, both of those are Vanguard ETFs. He also owns some microcap stocks. Ticker symbol IWC is the ETF tracking this area. Microcaps, by the way, refer to companies that are super, super small. So we're talking like market capitalizations of under 300 million. That's uh, very small in the in the ter- in terms of stock market size. He also owns a WisdomTree ETF ticker symbol DLS. And he owns a couple of other Vanguard ETFs, ticker symbol VSS and VWO, which cover international and emerging market stocks. Now, in terms of individual stocks, he does own two. Um, one of them is Apple. He's got around $8,000 in Apple in his traditional IRA. And then he's got uh, some Citigroup, around 20000 there. So in terms of um, what I see happening in terms of cost, He's done a very good job, Gio, of deliberately minimizing the expenses of the funds and the ETFs he owns. Also, his trading activity is part of this because what I want to see is trading activity that is purposeful, that's deliberate, that's disciplined, and also that's limited, and he's doing that. His combined portfolios overall do an excellent job of containing investment costs. He's a model citizen in that department, great Great job on on the the score for cost, GEO. Next up is diversification. Now, all investment portfolios that, uh, that claim to be diversified should have exposure to all the major asset classes, including stocks, bonds, commodities, real estate, and cash. Those are the five major asset classes. And any portfolio that lacks a major Exposure to major asset class cannot, by definition, be diversified. Geo's combined portfolios have exposure to U.S., international, and emerging market stocks. That's good. He also owns some international bonds, and uh, that's also very good. That ticker symbol, by the way, for the international bonds, ticker symbol TGBAX. He also has some exposure to global real estate. Uh, Ticker symbol N-G-R-E-X is the mutual fund that uh, he owns for exposure to that area. And uh, he also does have some exposure to cash. So the other part of this in terms of diversification that's important is that the funds that he's using, the ETFs that he's using, are what I would call acceptable diversified proxies for the asset classes they are tracking. That means that these types of funds, most of them are index funds, do not engage in anything like style drift. They don't own other asset classes that uh, that dilute exposure. So Geo's portfolio does a good job in terms of diversification. Now, that said, the one shortcoming that I did identify in terms of his ident- uh, uh, diversification would be that he's missing exposure. To commodities. Where are commodities, Gio? Well, that's a major asset class, and I would say uh, for that reason that that uh, that would be the only area where I see weaknesses in his overall investment plan. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Portfolio Talk with Ron DeLegge. You follow us on Twitter at P Talk Radio. You can also get your own portfolio report card where I analyze and grade your portfolio on this very show. Just go to PortfolioReportCard.com. We're going to take a look at a couple of other areas of Gio's investment plan, risk, tax efficiency, performance, and then we're going to give him a final report card grade of A, B, C, D, or F. I'm going to take a quick break, and I'll be right back.
0: You're listening to Portfolio Talk with Ron DeLegge. To get your portfolio analyzed and graded, go to PortfolioReportCard.com.
1: So we're doing a portfolio report card for GEO. He's in Swarthmore, Pennsylvania. He's 66 years old. He's got an $818,000 investment portfolio divided among four different accounts, a traditional IRA, Roth IRA, 401K plan, and a taxable brokerage account. Now, we just looked at cost and diversification. He did great on terms of minimizing investment costs of his overall uh, portfolios. Diversification, he did pretty darn good there, too, Uh, The only thing we found is he is missing uh, exposure to major asset class commodities. None of the mutual funds or ETFs he owns have exposure to that area. Now, next up is risk. And what I look for is portfolios that are compatible with a person's risk capacity or risk tolerance. That's number one. The other thing I look for is portfolios that are uh, correctly aligned with a person's age so that's very important because your age obviously is a factor. It's not just your level of risk tolerance, but it also should be a portfolio that is age-appropriate. Now, Gio told me that his goal is to retire in six years. He wants to grow this $818,000 portfolio. He wants to have it in six years at $1.6 million so then he can begin to, to, uh, to quit work and retire and enjoy his retirement. Now, his combined portfolio's overall asset mix is 29% exposure to U.S. stocks, 29% exposure to international and emerging market stocks, 39% exposure to bonds and cash, and then he's got 3% exposure to two individual stocks, which is Apple and then Citigroup. Now, Gio's overall asset mix corresponds very well to his description of himself, he described himself as a moderate uh, investor, which is somewhere between conservative and aggressive. And also, his uh, his age, he's 66 years old, and his portfolio's risk is very much in line with uh, with his age. So pretty good job in terms of making sure the risk of his portfolio is compatible with who he is as an investor. Good job on that geo next up is tax efficiency all well-built investment portfolios deliberately minimize the negative impact of taxes and how do they do that well by positioning money in tax efficient vehicles like low-cost and tax-efficient etfs that's an easy way to have a tax-efficient investment portfolio the other way to have a tax-efficient portfolio that purposely minimizes the negative impact of taxes is to have smart asset location. What do I mean by that? Well, putting tax-inefficient assets like bonds and real estate investment trusts, having those types of assets that generate most of their returns from income, having them deliberately parked in tax-deferred accounts like an IRA or 401K plan or traditional or Roth, either one. These are the things that a smart asset location is all about. And your stock funds, which are, for the most part, pretty tax efficient, can be kept in your taxable accounts. So this is called smart asset location. GEO's portfolios, when we looked at them, I looked at them on a combined, uh, uh, combined basis. He has done a great job at reducing the threat of taxes, you'll notice his taxable brokerage account, that's where most of his tax-efficient ETFs are being held. And all of them, by the way, are in stocks, and that's outstanding. Then he t- has his 401K plan, which is a tax-deferred retirement account. He's holding his bonds and his REITs in the 401K plan. Great job, GO, in purposely minimizing taxes, and having these tax-inefficient assets in his 401k plan, and then, of course, having the more tax-efficient index ETFs that invest in stocks in the taxable account. He also has not done anything to tamper with his um, the tax efficiency of his 401k plan. He hasn't taken any premature distributions. Well, he's 66, so he doesn't have to worry about that, but he also has not done any loans or anything on his 401k plan, anything that would undermine the tax benefits of that plan. So overall, a great job on tax efficiency. The last category for GEO's portfolio is performance. And the correct standard of performance is never distorted peer group comparisons, which are quite common in the mutual fund industry, but what we use as a Performance standard is how your portfolio does relative to a blended mix of passive index ETFs that correspond to your asset mix. See, that is the right and robust way to analyze the performance of your portfolio, and that's exactly what I do uh, with Ronda Leggy's portfolio report card. Gio's one-year performance gain for his combined portfolios was 13.7%. So that's a seventy four thousand dollar, six hundred and twenty six dollar gain over the past year. How did it how did it do or how does it look or compare versus our blended passive benchmark, which basically replicates the same asset mix? Well, our benchmark over the same time frame gained five point one eight percent. Translation, Geo outperformed our benchmark by a whopping eight point five two percent. Outstanding. Well done, Gio. And Gio's final portfolio report card is a B. That's a great score. And the, really, the risk level of his portfolio is compatible with his age, his goals, his risk capacity. Also, you'll note his portfolio graded very well at minimizing investment costs. It's a tax-efficient portfolio. It's the diversified portfolio. And furthermore... Uh, his one-year performance beat our blended benchmark. And what does that mean? Well, your performance, as I always say, will either uh, uh, confirm or deny whether your investment plan is the right one. If your performance is lackluster compared to a blended index that matches your asset mix, well, that's problematic, isn't it? On the other hand, if your performance matches or exceeds that uh, that benchmark. Well, then that means that you're you're doing a lot of things right. And the one shortcoming I would say, and this is probably the question I'm going to get from some of you, why did G, why didn't Geo's portfolio get an A? By missing exposure to a major asset class, in this case commodities, that was the only place where his portfolio came up short of perfect. Aside from that, if he's got exposure in this portfolio to commodities. I would say Gio's portfolio is a definite A. But that was the only shortcoming. And remember, getting an A is a very difficult thing to do. It's like pitching a perfect baseball game. It happens occasionally, but it doesn't happen often. And to get an A, you need a perfect, perfectly designed portfolio. And Gio came close. I would, I would probably liken this to a one- or two-hitter, if I could use that analogy. So to sum up, Gio's combined portfolios are well-organized. He has a disciplined system in place for asset allocation and for trading. And if he maintains what he's doing, there's no reason to think that he can't reach his goal of $1.6 million in six years. Well, that does it for another episode of Portfolio Talk. Be sure to join us again next week where I analyze and grade your portfolio.
0: You're listening to Portfolio Talk with Ron DeLegge. To get your portfolio analyzed and graded, go to PortfolioReportCard.com. The views expressed in this broadcast are not necessarily that of our advertisers, sponsors, or broadcast partners. The discussion of investing is general and should not be construed as investment advice or an offer to buy or sell securities. Listeners are responsible for their own investment decisions and results. Before investing, always consult a prospectus for risk, charges, expenses, and other information. Read the prospectus carefully before investing. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No reproduction or dissemination of Portfolio Talk Radio is permitted without the express written consent of its producers.